Let's turn in the word to Genesis 25, verse 31. Genesis 25, verse 31 to 34. And Jacob said, sell me this day thy birthright. He's talking to Esau. And Esau said, behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do me? And Jacob said, swear to me this day. And he swore unto him. And he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils, and he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Ah, oh, we are not Esau. We are Jacob. We have a spiritual inheritance, and we will not hand it over and compromise it for natural things. It is easy when you are staying in the realm of the natural, to miss the things of the spirit that God has for you. And I'm declaring over this church that we're not Esau, right. we are Jacob, that we are having spiritual eyes to recognize what this season holds for us and what the future holds for us because we are called by his name and we are not gonna hand it over for appetites that would stand in the way of holy things. Jacob recognized what was attached to the birthright. And Esau did not. Now Isaac would have taught both of his sons about God. And yet they were like night and day. And I proclaim in the name of Jesus that this church is like the day. We are not the night, we are the day. We stand in light and we take what is our birthright. And we will not put down the things of the spirit because we are hindered by looking at the things of the natural. We're not vile. Like Esau, we're spiritual people and we're in this place because we've not departed from it through dry seasons and there have been dry seasons, quite a few dry seasons and we are waiting for that reign of the Spirit that the Spirit has been prophesying for many years now is going to come and land in this place. But we've made a place and we've made a platform because God is going to pour out his glory. But it takes Jacob and God will have nothing to do with Esau. Esau disdained the spiritual things that should have been his because of his appetites. And this is a season where appetites would strive to stand in the way. And I say unto you, do not think little of appetites that would keep you out of the presence of God because they are deadly. They are not as they appear, but they are sent to steal, kill, and to destroy. And they are very serious in the eyes of God. And they will leave you weeping as Esau wept. If you do not contend with your flesh and lay it down, you will be Esau, whether you desire to be him or not. Because Esau laying down his birthright truly did not understand the vastness of what he was giving up. It was an exchange in his mind that was quite reasonable. And it is an exchange in the minds of the people of God at times who do not have spiritual eyes yet to understand that the thief has truly come in among them to steal, kill, and to destroy, to take from them what is theirs based on appetites that seem in the moment much more appealing. Eating seems much more appealing than fasting. Watching TV seems much more appealing than staring into the Word of God when the voice of God is not speaking at that moment. 
Waiting on God in silence does not seem as appealing as the, the fractured list that has been drawn up out of the realm of the mental. But these things must be put away because they will stay and hinder the plan of God for this church. They will stay and hinder you in your individuality in the plan that God has for you. So you must rise up. You must see by the eyes of the spiritual. You must put aside natural things because the realm of the spiritual will not tolerate the realm of the natural. Spiritual things will not be given to those who remain in the natural. And a call has gone out and is still going out. It is not too late for you who have not taken up the charge. It is not too late for you who have stayed in flesh while these heavenly words have gone out from this pulpit, because from this pulpit has been words that have been prophesied to you. It is the rescue to you, and many of you still have not heard the charge that has come from heaven. But it is a simple choice of the heart, the inner depths of the man that would reach out and say yes to the Lord. But you must say yes to the Lord. You must say it in the wilderness. You must say it when there is no bells and whistles. There's no jingle and there's no jangle. You must prove to God. You must prove to your spirit man that you truly are what God has called you to be. You've heard that call. Go out in the spirit realm. You've turned aside from lesser things that will produce produce no life in you, nor produce any life in the things that you desire of the Lord. But if you will listen, and you will listen, and you will listen to heaven that is calling you, you will not be Esau. You will be Jacob. And there is a crossroads. There are those that sit in flesh in a church that is called to be of the Spirit. And it is of them to stay and remain in that place and to remain, in essence, in the desert. In the wilderness is where you will stay if you did not hear my voice calling you today. But you must put on the Spirit. You must put on that realm. You must put on my call because my call will pull you into supernatural things. For surely you cannot get yourself there. But a surrendered heart, a heart that desires the things of the kingdom will contend with you. And as you contend with him, like Jacob contended with me, I will set you free. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. I will set you free. I will fill your homes. I will fill your temples. I will fill your bodies. I will fill the plans that I have for you. And I will fatten you with the realms of heaven till you cannot be satisfied with anything less, but you must turn aside. This is not your pastor looking into your homes. This is not your pastor seeing into your everyday life, but I see, says the Spirit, and I desire you, and I am a jealous God, and I will not have thee in the realm of the flesh and in the realm of the Spirit, but you must say yes to me, for I offer you something of eternity, eternity dwelling in these bodies on earth. It is a holy thing, and it does not come cheaply, but it shall come. And those rivers will start at your ankles. And you will say, my, my, what is this I feel? It's different. My, my, I feel this. God, I have said yes to you. And you are changing me. And those waters will rise. They will rise up to the knee. They will rise up to the thigh. They will rise up to the neck for waters for you to drown yourself in. Because you can do nothing in your strength 
You can do nothing in your impotency, in your self-sufficiency. You could never take Jericho. You could never take the cities. But it must be my apostolic call. It must be by the prophet. It must be by the fivefold that I've placed in the earth to lead you, to lead you into victory. For you will shout and those walls will come down. But the shout is not the natural. The shout has to come out of the realm of knowing me. The shout has to come out of the realm of intimacy with me. Your shout dies and gives birth to my shout, says the Lord. My shout tears down walls behind the veil. My shout has the shout of angelic power that tears things to pieces and destroys them before you. And yes, you will be amazed. But as you contend and stay with me, you will be amazed, but you will flow with me and I will meld myself into you and we will be one entity and you will know the joy of oneness. You will know the joy of walking as one. For surely when you do these things, you shall do great exploits, but you have not contended this far. That is why the glory is not there. That is why the glory seems to evade thee. That is why the miracles have been held back. That is why in the realm of the spirit, much darkness opposes you. But if you will wait on me, if you will wait in silence on me, if you will worship me, Will I not, like I gave them as they marched around the walls in silence, in silence they waited and they marched, they marched, they did what I told them to do. But in the end, the shout came out. It was a shout, a shout where I worked a work in them and in them came the shout. And when the shout went up in faith, my faith came and wrapped around their faith and the walls were pounded by the angelic host and they fell flat into the ground. But you have looked at your strength and yours, there is no power in your strength. There is no power in you, but my power dwelling in you. You waiting on me to know the dominion that I have purchased for you. Then I flow through you and nothing shall stand before you, my church, my church, my church. For I dwell in my church, but my church must know me, my church must have intimacy with me. My church must look beyond the wrappings of an outer covenant and learn to look inside to the majesty of that covenant that is so prevalent on the inside because it's in that well, that well, that candle that I've lit inside of you that all your answers must come from that place. So you must cease. You must cease from your works, from your works, and I will give you my works, and my works produce every time. My works can let nothing stand. For when the anointed word goes out, the yokes will break, the satanic bondages will break, because it's my word, and my word never comes back void, says the Lord. Ooh. Glory be to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father God. Yes, Lord, that's true, Lord. That's true, Father. That's true. That's true, Lord. Hallelujah. We're, we're nothing, Lord, and you're everything, Father. But to you, we're everything. And so we worship you tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. We hold fast, Lord, to our birthright. We hold fast, Lord. We hold fast to our birthright. We recognize our birthright. We stand on that birthright, Lord. That birthright births heaven out of us. And Lord, we are waiting on you in this season. We're waiting for the Shekinah glory of God. This is not enough, Lord, what we have experienced. And yet we recognize, Lord, that a price must be paid and then you will come. And so, Lord, we thank you that you've asked us to pay that price, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for that. Lord, for those that have grown weary, Lord, let them take up the charge, hallelujah, and see it through, Lord God, for there's mighty rewards on the other side of it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Turn with me uh, in your Bibles to Genesis 32. Genesis 32. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 28. And it says, and he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince, I love this, thou hast power with God. This is after Jacob contended with Jesus till daybreak. And this is what he said, for as a prince thou hast power now with God and with men and hast prevailed. Sometimes we don't understand why the contending when so much has been paid. You're not contending because of the, the realm of the spirit where Jesus paid it all. You have to contend because you're wrapped in flesh. You have to contend because you have to learn from that place of being fleshly, how to be holy. That's what the contending is for. That's why you have to be marked like Jesus marked Jacob. That's why, that's a type and shadow that when Jacob contended with Jesus till daybreak, afterward Jesus blessed him and said, you've prevailed now with God and you've prevailed with men. Now when you prevail with God, you will have favor with men. You will, you will knock your enemies out of your way because God is with you because you've prevailed with him. You've contended with him. You've not let go in seasons where you've wanted to let go because there's no river flowing that you know of. There's no answers and miracles flowing that you can see. And so you contend. But the contending that I want to talk about tonight is about the places with God where you're on your face before him. Yeah. It's, it's those, it's contending. It's not, I want to move us past the faithfulness to coming to church because in a sense, as wonderful and as necessary and as critical as that is, that's still just milk. Right. That's milk. That's the basis of falling in love with him. But to contend with God is a place in the private place where it does not matter what is going on around you, where you're alone with him and you're not really contending or conferring, should I say, with flesh and blood because you've got, your, you've got so hooked into God and the promises that you can see in his word that you, you can't let go. You understand you've got a grip on Jesus. 
You've got a grip on the word. And, and the knowledge in your spirit, man, even though you're looking around, it looks nothing like what that scripture might say, what it might promise in terms of the living life of God. You've so got your grip on Jesus in the darkest part of what you're contending for when there's no light yet. And you can't let go because there's a desperation, not fear, but there's a, there's a knowledge of the word, a spiritual revelation that has hit the inside of you where you can't let go. And you, you can't let go. That blessing is to come forth. See, that blessing was pronounced on Abraham. And, he, and it followed Isaac. And it went to Jacob. It was already pronounced. And yet you find that Jacob, there's a physicality where he's hanging on to Jesus in the darkness. And he is contending, I'll tell you, because he's afraid to let go. He's afraid. It's dark. He's got to face Esau. He doesn't know what's coming. Everything that's dear is with him. Everything. And you know, there may be, there will be seasons in life. There will be seasons in life where if that thing that you're contending for doesn't get changed, it's going to ruin the dearest things to you. The things that God has for you, the things, the tears that the devil sows into the wheat of your life, there has got to come a contending in the darkest place where there's nobody else with you, but you and Jesus. And when you get to that place, there is such a rich reward and Jesus himself will say, you are now a prince that has contended and prevailed with God and now you will prevail with man. Why? Because this is the deepest level. This is the level where no one can reassure you. No one can reassure you. No one could reassure Jacob but Jesus in the darkest season. No one could cause that blessing to come out. There was two components. Jesus was there and he was being held to, onto and Jacob would not let go. Jacob knew that if he let go, the blessing would not break forth. How did Jacob know that? His spirit man picked it up. Just like things that we're contending for, we are in a season for this church there's individual things that will always be contended for. There are things that I'm contending for that I can truly say that if it does not change, my life as God plans, it cannot go forward. It cannot, it will not go forward. And the dark forces of the night that would seek to steal that blessing will come and have their way. But we have learned that we can contend with Jesus. And not only that, we have learned that Jesus will show up in the darkest part of the night and face to face contend in a wrestling match with us because he has to work in us a holiness. He has a hold of Jacob's flesh and he is wrestling Jacob out of Jacob. He is wrestling Jacob out of Jacob because Jacob has to prevail and Jacob has to prevail so that he can become Israel, he can birth the things that God has for him, but he will not become Israel. He will remain Jacob if he does not contend with God. And God is right there in the darkest part of the night. But look where God is. Jesus is staring face to face, body to body, hand to hand in this clinch. You notice they're not duking it out. They're not punching one another. They're not causing harm. 
They're wrestling. There is an intensity of a wrestling match that is going forward. There is a holding on to one another. And isn't this the beauty of heaven? To show that heaven is hanging on to Jacob because Jacob must become Israel. And that Jacob is hanging on to Jesus because only Jesus can cause him to become what he has to become. He is dark. He is afraid. It's dark and he's afraid and he is holding on to Jesus. And what are the words that come out of his mouth? But I will not let you go. I have a part to play in this wrestling match. It's not all you, Jesus. Thank God. But I will not let you go until you bless me. Jesus, as you're looking into my face and as you're holding me and as there's pressure back and forth, work in me a work that I might become Israel. Work in us, Lord, a work that we would run in Hebron and run on to Jerusalem. But you must do the work, Jesus, because we can't get there. We are afraid and it is nighttime. But, oh God, when we look into you and we recognize that in ourselves, we can do nothing except this. We have the power to hold on to you. We have the power to face you in the darkness and grab a hold into an intricate dance where heaven holds earth. And out of it is birth the purposes and plans of God that come from heaven. And oh, isn't this a mantle? that has to come from heaven? And hasn't it been talked about? And wasn't the blessing talked about to Jacob? Yes, surely it was talked about. But a contending had to come. A contending and a pouring forth had to come forth. And much effort. And isn't this a season of darkness, in essence, of wilderness? And isn't this a season where much has been prophesied about the blessing that is to come on this place? That will go and bless this place and will go out into this city? This ungodly city? And that will go and bless this nation and out into the earth? But hasn't God said it? And isn't Jesus himself contending with us, Jacob? He is contending with us. And we will not let you go, Lord, until you bless us. We recognize our powerlessness. We recognize the immediacy of the night. We recognize how dark it is. But we are wrestling with God and we sense your strength. We sense this blessing that has been talked about all of our life. And Lord, we are not going to let you go because we can't let you go because we cannot allow on our watch that mantle to fall. We must do our part for surely you will do it all. Your power will come from heaven. It is majestic and it is creative. It is the power like we've never seen it. It is power that it electrifies the human body and the human spirit and the human mind. And it transforms everything that it touches. And yet this is the eye of the storm, just as it was the eye of the storm before Jacob burst forth. He bursts forth with his sons. He bursts forth into that land when it looks like there was nothing. When it looks its darkest. When he felt his weakest. When he felt it so keenly. Jesus, Jesus is in this season with him. And Jesus, you're in this season with us, Lord. And in all of our weakness, Lord, yet we recognize that within us, 
is all the power that we need in the sense of our willingness to go with you, our willingness to accept this assignment, our willingness to lay ourselves on the altar until power comes, until the fire of God's anointing comes and burns up the chaff in us and makes something of us that looks like godly men and women, godly brands filled with the translucency of God, filled with the anointing, filled with the power to lay hands on the sick and see them all healed, to raise the dead, to cast out devils, to make sure that we know in our fortitude that you are a fortress, that you are majestic, that you are the all strong God, and that if anything dares stand before your anointing Lord, you will deliver us and you will destroy that barrier that is erected because of the anointing of the most high God. Yes, Lord, we recognize in this season, in the ninth season, the preciousness of what you are doing when you are contending that you would contend with us. Why would you contend with us? Because we're your beloved. And you contend with us because you want to shape a God-like sphere on the inside of our spirit. And when it's finished in the essence of what you desire it to look like, you will light it aflame. You will fill it up. And Lord, we are those that we're filling our candles, Lord. We're not like the virgins that let their candles go out. We are filling our candles. We're filling our lamps with oil, Lord, the oil of the Holy Ghost, because our bridegroom is coming. And we're going to make sure that we're standing on watch. And we're not giving that oil to people that are indifferent. We're not giving our oil to lesser things, but we keep our, our candle lit. We keep our lamp filled with oil because our bridegroom is coming. And when he comes, he's going to be pleased with us because we were prepared. And nothing got by us on our watch, not because we were so great, but because you're so great, God. And we will not allow ourselves, Lord, to slink back, to be slack in this season, for we know that much, much weighs on this season, Lord. And we thank you. We thank you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. You're with us in the fight, Lord, and you cause us to rest Hallelujah. What kind of a fight allows you to rest? And yet, Lord, let the groanings, God, let the groanings begin, Lord, in your people. Let intercession, Lord, bathe us, Father, in this last 16 days, Lord, of the fast. Lord, groanings which cannot be uttered, Lord, give this gift to your church, Lord. Give this, Lord, to us, Father. Let the Holy Spirit well up within us, Lord, that we would groan before your presence, Lord. That mere human words, Lord God, would not lead us, Lord, in this last 16 days. Oh, they're allowed to be present, but they cannot lead, Lord, because we have to, we have to groan it out of our innermost man, Lord, but it's, it's, it's flesh if it comes from us. But if it's birthed with you, Lord God, intercessions, Lord, and groanings which cannot be uttered, Lord God, we make 
make much of you, Jesus. We make much of this season. We make much of this fast, Lord. We thank you for it. It's holy in our eyes, Lord God. It's like them, Lord, when they marched around Jericho, Lord God. We thank you. They marched around and the wall stood erect, but they knew that the instruction came from you. And Lord, we march around this wall, Lord God, and the wall stands erect. And yet, Lord, we know that as we do what you've told us to do, that wall will crumble and be smashed, Lord, and we will go in and take territory, Lord God. We will go in and take it. We will go in and take it because we're the blessed ones. We're the ones that carry the power of God in the earth, but we, we carry it. It's, it's not ours, and yet it is ours. It doesn't come and originate from us, but we carry it in these earthen vessels, God, and it courses through us, the power of God. We thank you, Lord. Remove every hindrance. Remove the things, the sin and the weights, Lord, those deadly weights, which so easily, they easily beset us, Lord. Let it be said of this church that it no longer easily besets us. But Lord, that we have a weariness of these things as if we were facing the tiger in the arena, Lord, that desires to devour us, Father. We see it with skill, Lord, and we make sure, Lord, that those things, Lord, are not dealt with with a slack hand, Lord. Lord God, but we place them beneath our feet, Lord God. And let your fire, Lord, be breathed through this screen tonight, Lord God. And let your deliverance come, Lord, to those that are bondage, that are held, Lord God. Let your hands go into those places, God, and rearrange and reorganize, reprioritize, and let the fear of you come upon all. Fear, come upon all the promise of life. Yes, Telo. It is Astino Shatio Chekani. It is Balash Torishdava. Rushkirash Narash Nere. Lorish Shirasarish Dodoshi as Nara. And deal with our feet, Most High God. Deal with our feet, Lord. Your feet were nailed so that our feet could run to tear. Maya Pambias is Tuchian to start. That our feet, Lord. Birestitas to Toya Makari that would take us into the territory of the devil and plunder and take and plunder and take, Lord. Shatiamo tastambola. Lush nemiaktio de storice. Turisal storitachi comosta. Iruso shinitia storece terasa. Through him, we are more than conquerors, etoya. Irestirish nadava. This is not a figure. Of speech, Ostuya, Yatimato Chite. This is a battle cry. Utush, Nutush Novayaj Nova, Shoshtakavayel, Utosondi Ashta, Riva, Dosodi Lamash, Urikata, Sata, Sata, Oshendujan, Dostandustia, Riva, Salamosh Teregistia Bonale. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. This is the year of the trumpet. This is the year when we sound out, Lord, those prophetic prayers for what must come. What must
was come, Messiah, to your Africa. We prophesy to you, Jesus is coming to Shia, your Sadate. Healing is coming to Shia, to Shadayaka. Another assignment of his heaven, of heaven, will come to your land. Yata, Irabrezelistando listiraka, iromondila 
Sande Lekisi Amoriasta. Oh, Losariasta Mosherimanda. Father, for Pastor Nancy, Lord, and that apostleship, God. Rika Babakata Dabayada Dabayada Dabakita. Rika Shashata Mayasta. Yer and Sira Sandalamakaya Rikatakari di Kiki. Uriata Lata. Let that dam break, God. Tushita Dodako Diaka. Why, Mama Waya, Mama Shasha. She's Abushata. She's a prince among men, Lord God. She's prevailed with you, Lord God. She will prevail with men into the nations. Oh, Shnehe Sukinga. She will be laden. She will be laden to Yatamanta with blessings. She shall be laden with blessings. Boshenda Sadash Madanda laden. Heavy laden with blessings. To Dishni Diakandja to the Da Sadala. Yes, and you darkness the thought that you could hold back, hold back what's transpiring for her, for that ministry. We break your power in the name of Jesus. Like Jacob, she shall bear many sons. Sons and daughters that will take their place under that ministry. They will become a force and flourish. So sevisha sovinielu, so shika so diche kudacho. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for the assignments, Lord, that will be handed out for the faithful, Lord. Ah, tushetima, so long, Lord, it has looked like nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing, nothing. Ah, but the future does not hold nothing. It is furnished for you. It's furnished by the Holy Spirit for you. There are assignments waiting for you, those that have been faithful, that continue to be faithful. Manta, opata, manta, pata, ata, manta, manta, apa, shata. Enjoy this season. To ye chuda, ye suda. Enjoy kayu stiva as ye diashota. Esita is suitable for your faith. It looks good on your faith. Ayupasto chicha. To enjoy yourself in a season where nothing looks like it's happening. Koshpata. I see it, says the Lord. Tatosh nataya. I saw Elisha. Kotaj no tumak naga. And he got a double portion. Yes. Yes. 
all the levels, all the edifice that I am building. Funta chavlata, you see one level. Ti ej luta fada ostitash. But I delight to toki nitas nata in building pastunta cha behind the scenes. Ando yad mash, and then I pull back the veil. Hutila, and I let you observe it. Ushtatanyon satai. Glory to God. Lord, we're so honored. We're so honored by you, Lord. We're so honored to get to work with a king. Oh. To get to, to see the way that you see. To get to be enlarged. Oh, my God, my God. Oh, hallelujah. To get to see the supernatural. To get to be supernatural. To yasmadash. Randa bokosanda. We're so honored by you, Lord. You wow us, Lord. You always will. Hallelujah. Oh, we're so grateful. We're in love with you. 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 Hallelujah. No humanity can take your place. Oh, we get to love them too, Lord, but you are first. Take this worship tonight, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for speaking, Father. Hallelujah. I appreciate that so much, Lord. You're wonderful. You're wonderful. You're wonderful, Jesus. Father, thank you. Thank you for being who you are, Father. Father, thank you. Thank you for being you. Hallelujah. Jesus, thank you for being who you are. Holy Spirit, thank you for being who you are. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Change us, Lord. Don't do half a work in us, Lord. We need the full work, Lord. I don't believe it ends, Lord, <clears throat> the 40 days. I actually don't believe it was an end. I believe it was a beginning. My husband said that to me today. It's not the end, Jenny. It's the beginning. It's actually birthing. It's like he's restarted the clock. And we're birthing something that's the beginning. And it's the blueprint for going forward. Thank you, Father. You've, you've been so patient with us. You have. You've been so patient and kind to us, Lord. We're missing it, not being spiritual, not getting it. <clears throat> but, but we stayed with it, and we're always going to stay with it, Lord. And like Peter said, who else would we go to? Yeah. You alone have the words of life, but Lord, there's nobody we even are tempted to go to. You're it for us. You're everything. You're too much. And Lord, we thank you that you help us, Lord, to grasp spiritual things. We worship you. Glory to God. <clears throat> well, <laughs> we didn't do any of my notes tonight. I think we did the first verse. <laughs> and I'm grateful. I like that more than what I wrote. So I hope you're blessed tonight. I hope you felt the power of God come through that screen. Because I, I know that it flowed through me. That was by inspired utterance tonight. And I'm so grateful to God. Uh, we worship him because he's holy and he's so good to us. He's a magnificent God. He's a magnificent God. And he's just leading us into more of him.
So let this be the blueprint for going forward. I like the way my husband said it. It's just the beginning. And we never really lay a lot of the things we're doing right now. We're never going to lay them aside completely ever again. But as you know, the Lord leads us individually so that things don't become uh, dead. They become living. Yeah. So you do what the Lord speaks to your heart. But make sure you're hearing what he's saying because he's always speaking. He's always speaking. And he wants you to be spiritual. And there's certain behaviors that, uh, and, and disciplines, the good ones, that you can't get where you're supposed to go if you're not willing to discipline your flesh. And, and so I know you will, because I know he's, he's going to put his presence in this place and he's dealing with all of us. We love you. Pastor loves you. He's doing great. He's melting. And uh, some other things are melting too. And, and God's been speaking to him. And it's a holy time. Yes. What a Christmas it's going to be coming out the other side of this. How blessed are we that we come out of this season uh, and going into his, his, his time of his birth to celebrate him. How blessed are we? I, I say we celebrate for a month his birth, all of December. I'm not, I'm not joking. It's all about him. We get to celebrate him and all the nuance and all the atmospheres he brings. He's, he's precious. He's so precious. He's so precious. Worship him. He's going to come back soon. And when he does, he emphasized this to me, actually, when we were on the cruise. But he said, when I came the first time, there was a great host of angels that announced my birth. He said, when I am about to come back again, he said, angelic activity is going to be huge. And we're going we're to cooperate with the hosts of heaven and enjoy their company and enjoy what we see them do for the kingdom of God. They're going to be working with us. So bless God. I got to turn it off or I'm going to stay here for the rest of the night. So we love you. <laughs> uh, we're grateful for every single one of you. And um, we're blessed to be called your pastors. You got a pastor that is feeling it being away from you. And I get to be here tonight on his behalf. But he, he loves you so much. So uh, be encouraged. Stay in the spirit and get with God. Come on, 16 days. Let's pour it out before him. Amen.